Hello, and welcome to Buffalo HealthCast, a podcast by students, faculty, and staff of the University at Buffalo's School of Public Health and Health Professions. We're your co-hosts, Tia Palermo, Jessica Kruger, Skylar Lawson. And in this podcast, we cover topics related to health equity here in Buffalo, around the U.S., and globally. In this first semester of the podcast, we're taking a deeper look at racism and health. We'll be talking to experts around the U.S., as well as individuals here on campus and in the Buffalo community who are working to remove inequities to improve population health and well-being. You'll hear from practitioners, researchers, students, and faculty from other universities who have made positive changes to improve health equity and inclusion. Hi, I'm Dr. Jessica Kruger, and today my guests are Adam Grasick and Sydney McVoy. Adam, tell us a little bit about you and your program. Hi, great to be here. Um, I am a clinical assistant professor in the Department of Community Health and Health Behavior. Um, and over the last couple of years, when I was still a PhD student, uh, the School of Public Health and Health Professions had this uh, week-long summer camp. Uh, it was basically for high school students where students would come to campus and they would learn about public health, uh, do a lot of hands-on experiences, take campus tours, that kind of thing. I sort of became more involved this pre- previous year. Um, we decided we wanted to make it uh, for credit. So a credit offered uh, an experience to offer for credit. Um, the, the school was going to pay for the tuition and the fees. Um, and then it was sort of my job to make the content more rigorous. So instead of just, you know, it's sort of keep the fun camp part of it, but also put in like, you know, uh, lectures about epidemiology and things. So this program was really uh, for uh, underrepresented uh, minority high school students from the Buffalo area, um, first generation um, college students. And it was really um, introduced them all to public health. Um, I think, you know, Sydney could probably tell you this may have been like one of her first or the first time she heard about what public health was and like how sort of broad it is. We, you know, hung out in Zoom uh, two hours twice a week. Uh, we, you know, had a lot of different discussions, had a lot of different guest speakers. Um, I tried to bring some improv, um, principles into the, the Zoom rooms. We would do different warm-up activities, but like I tried to bring in sort of the essence of, of improv where, you know, it's in improv, there is no failure. Um, and I really like that sort of comparison to the classroom because, you know, in order to have good discussions and feel like everyone has, Uh, input in a discussion it has to be sort of like a safe space and you know if you feel like you 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 know you don't feel safe and you feel like failing is not an option you're less likely to contribute to the discussion right so this pathways program our pathways academy sounds like a really great opportunity for students to learn about public health while still feeling that they can learn more about being a student. So Sydney, tell us about your experience and a little bit more about you in this program. I want to be a pediatric surgeon. So when I heard about this program, I was like, okay, this would be a great opportunity for me to learn more about um, public health and public health and how it affects my community and how it helps my community and how I can play a part in public health. And so when I took this course, um, throughout the course, 
we had a bunch of different like people come in and, and teach us about like their specialties. So we had epidemiology, um, we had physical therapy, we had occupational therapy, um, we had some uh, nutritionists come in and teach us about that. Um, I think my favorite was probably epidemiology and much of because of the situation that we're in right now. Um, and I just didn't really know a lot about, you know, pandemics and epidemics um, before I experienced one for myself. Um, and so this program just gave me the opportunity to um, broaden my horizons and learn more about how I, as an individual, um, can can and do contribute to public health and how it affects me and my community. That's awesome to hear. I can't wait uh, to see you become a pediatric surgeon. That's going to be an amazing goal to reach for and a long journey, but it sounds like some of these skills have really helped you and maybe even motivated you. Could you tell me more about that? Um, so I was um, wondering, I, I don't know what I'm a sophomore in high school, so I'm not sure what college I wanted to go to, um, or even now I don't know what college I want to go to, but this program really helped me, um, you know, like stay focused in school and um, it motivated me to, they often talk about, um, a, a lot of the people we saw, they talked about um, how important education is and how important, um, you know, like getting educated and going to school and having good grades and going to college, how important that is as, um, as you know, individuals. And so it helped me stay motivated in school and it helped me, like, it helped me want to learn. I came to class wanting to learn new things. So we had this one lady come in and she was, uh, um, she did like admissions for, for UB. Laura, Laura Connell. I'm sorry, I just wanted That's great. She taught us all about um, what we need, like SAT scores and stuff, and like what we need to um, get into UB and what we need to do, even as like freshmen and sophomores, what we can do to further our education. That's great to be able to know how to get to where you want to go. It's almost like a GPS on your way or a map that shows you uh, to the treasure of education. Um, it sounds like you're, you're well on your way. Um, Adam, tell us a little bit more about how you instill some of these skills into students and how you kind of built this curriculum to help ensure students are successful. Uh, we wanted to try to keep as many sort of hands-on or different activities. Uh, we really wanted to have more group activities. So using whether it was Flipgrid or Padlet, um, and sort of have engagement there. But we really wanted to have uh, opportunities for mentoring. So we actually brought in um, all of the UB undergrad public health ambassadors. Um, and we had this final project where each student um, would take their photo, a photo within their community um, that, that, that illustrated a public health problem. Um, and then they would talk about that problem and, you know, what they could do uh, with, you know, uh, a degree in public health, how you could address that problem. And the ambassadors signed in every week and worked with them sort of uh, in groups of two to three. Yeah, I mean, like Sydney was saying too, I wanted to have not just talk about public health topics and health profession professionals come in, but also like the college prep and what it was like being a student. You know, they had a lot of opportunity to talk to the ambassadors, be like, 
what's it like on campus? What's what's it like being a student? And you know, as much as I try, um, I'm 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 getting further away from the age I was when I was an undergrad student. Um, so it's definitely more difficult for me to relate to that. But you know, I think it was just I don't know. For me, it was a great experience because like I was able to passion like sort of instill passion i guess or get them get, get them excited about it and that's what i really like doing just overall as a teacher um but they taught me a lot too um and i really loved learning about their communities and what they would do to, to, to fix problems and it was just really we had so many great conversations yeah sydney tell us about what your project was i'm interested to know about these projects Okay, so um, we had our final project and our goal, I guess, was to figure out a problem in our community that had to do with public health. And so we had to take we had to take a picture of this problem and we had to write a report on it and then we had to present it. So the topic that I chose was the disregard for COVID in the black community. And the picture that I had was a picture of a mask and gloves a picture of gloves and it was just on the side of the road. And so I took that as, um, you know, it represented what my topic was about. And I just wanted to bring awareness to the difficulties between the black community and the medical community, why people aren't taking it as seriously as they should. And then I wrote about how, um, like older people in the black community, they, they have, um, they're more at risk to get sick or to die than people of other colors um, or white people. And black people in general are more intergenerational. So um, grandparents live with, you know, their kids and their grandkids. And so if a six-year-old comes home and gets and is sick and they give it to their seven, their 70-year-old grandfather, and then they get really sick, you know, then that's an issue. And so I, I, I just talked about how, um, how they can become more aware of it and um, be safer. So, you know, wear masks, social distance, follow CDC guidelines, um, and then other things like taking the vaccine. Um, and a lot of reason that people don't take the vaccine is because they don't trust the, the um, medical professionals. And so one thing that I said was a solution for that was that we could have vaccine um, stations be at like local churches and local community centers, places that people in the Black community trust, people that they trust. That was a really profound uh, finding. And that picture, I think, will stick with me forever and the representation, because sadly, we see that around more and more often. But I think your, your solution to this problem is also quite innovative and something that we have started to see happen as we see people who are hesitant for their second vaccine. So you're wise beyond your years. This is great. Maybe you should come over to public health instead of going to that pediatric uh, round. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Adam has tried to convert you to <laughs> Adam, you want to tell us a little bit more about, you know, your main goal with this final project and how that this final project has maybe helped students to really synthesize what it is to be a public health professional. Right. So I think 
I mean, it, it's pretty powerful. Obviously, uh, I mean, we could describe, we've described the photo, but, you know, the listeners won't be able to see it. Um, it's pretty powerful what just a single photo can, can illustrate. And, you know, the way Sydney described the problem and how she would solve the problem, you know, that all stems from this, this single photo. But I think the, you know, the most important thing is that she made a personal connection. Um, it's in her neighborhood. Um, and I think when you're able to do that, make it uh, have a personal connection or make it more personal, uh, you're really able to just sort of embrace new ideas, new concepts in a different way than would you would be just, just, you know, hearing about it in, in a lecture hall or something. I think it's so important that we really have some of these immersive experiences for our students and get them to see the problems around them. Because I'm sure, Sydney, as you were doing this, this was not the only problem that you saw within your community, but it begins to think it help you think about other challenges that your community might be facing. So I, I have to ask, Sydney, what was your favorite part about this program? I would definitely say the whole like getting to meet new people and when we have discussions, I love having discussions. I love just like open discussion and everyone, you know, just throwing in their, their two cents. I love those. So just getting to meet new people, hearing new opinions, you know, like hearing new ideas and just, you know, open discussion with new people. It was great. That was probably my favorite aspect of it. That's awesome. And I, I bet it gives you a little bit of a different perspective about what college is. I myself am a first generation student and I wish there was a program like this for me because I had no clue what college would be like. Did you feel like this made you a little bit more comfortable um, thinking about colleges and being part of a university life in the future? Definitely. The ambassadors, um, my ambassador, she was you know, she goes to UB and um, she just was so open about her college experience. And so I could just ask her questions and she would tell me um, about like classes and living in a dorm, having a roommate, being away from home, um, just all of those things, things that I was nervous about. Um, she just explained it to me and, and you know, kind of helped me kind of help ease my my nerves about um, college. So yes, I definitely feel like it has helped me um, feel more confident about going to college. Fantastic. Now, Adam, what was your favorite part? <laughs> um, it was really, I would also say the discussions. Um, I was... I was excited that I was able to do some of like the teaching techniques that I do at the undergrad level. And I just, you know, I, I hadn't taught uh, high school students before. And I just thought like, oh, well, I'll just try, you know, do similar things to what I do uh, in the undergrad class and, and it worked. And I do feel like there was just such uh, a lot of the students, they just sort of embraced the material and they asked lots of questions and it was great. Um, they weren't shy to ask questions. Um, I just think it was, it was very rewarding. Yeah, most definitely, especially when you make those connections with students and can see that light bulb moment. I know us as faculty really live for that. And I'm sure you had a lot of those in this course. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we got a lot of uh, fe like qualitative feedback. I do have a few numbers that I could share. Um, yeah, how we uh, successful... Uh, Pathways Academy. So at the at the beginning of the academy and at the end, we gave like a uh, 
a 15 question public health knowledge quiz. Um, and it just basically asked different questions about public health. Um, and they were all sort of topics that we were going to cover throughout the seven week period. Um, at the beginning of the academy, the average was an eight out of 15. And at the end, uh, the average was a 12 out of 15. So we definitely saw improvement there. Um, we also looked at self-efficacy, uh, their confidence in their ability to succeed in a public health or a health profession. Um, we saw almost a 10-point increase from the beginning of the academy to the end. Um, also saw a positive increase in um, public health attitudes, positive attitudes to, for public health. Um, and we did see uh, an increase in intentions to pursue a career in public health or health professions by the end. So just really good, really good stuff there. Sounds like an amazing success. And Sydney kind of highlighted some of those findings as we've been talking to her around her confidence and even knowledge about public health. We, now the nation knows what we do. But pre-pandemic, many people didn't. Uh, and so I'm glad more students are interested in learning about this profession. So I'd like to wrap up with every episode with what's next. So tell us what's next uh, for you, Sydney, on your journey uh, to your next step in education. What are you looking forward to? I will be starting, I'm almost done with my sophomore year. So I'll be going into junior year um, in a couple of months. Um, I've signed up for uh, numerous AP classes. So I'm excited for that. I One that I um, signed up for was um, AP Psychology. And I'm very excited because I love learning about like humans and what makes humans humans and why they do what they do. Um, so I'm very excited for that class. Um, yeah. That's awesome. And that health behavior and psychology are very closely related. So I'm sure you're going to be able to bring some of that information that you learned uh, into your next semester. That's awesome. Adam, how about you? Uh, I'm going to Disney World. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I look forward to sort of growing this program. Um, and, you know, year after year, we're going to have like this really large group of people. And I'd love to just have like summer events or something like a cookout or other events on campus and just sort of continue to, to follow up with all with all the students to see where they're at and what they're doing. I think it's going to be really cool. Sounds like you made some lifelong connections here with students and I'm sure you'll watch them all be very successful. So thank you very much. Today's guests were Adam Grasick and Sydney McFoy. Thank you very much. This has been another episode of Buffalo HealthCast. Tune in next time to hear more about health equity in Buffalo, the U.S., and around the globe.